Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Half Insight. This is Naima speaking. This is Hafsa. And you know, the guest who became a co host, Z Dog, the leapfrog. Okay, no, Zainab. <laughs> Why are you exposing yourself? I don't know. Like, please don't look up that name on social media. <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore, so don't no, worry. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. But alhamdulillah, we are here do, actually recording two episodes today in one day, which is a first for us. We're so, being productive. We're being very productive. We're back at it. Yes, we are. So, yeah, I mean, I guess we can just jump right into it, honestly. So our topic today is going to be about prayer and patience and um you know, I don't know, maybe you never thought about connecting these two words. Um, for me personally, they definitely didn't. They're not two words that I thought were connected in any way. Um, but I guess we can start off by defining what patience is. Um, in my perspective, you know, I think that patience is um, like when you're hit with a calamity or you are just living about your daily life or you're blessed even um and something happens let's say something happens that's good or something happens that's bad Mm -hmm. you're able to like control not only your emotions but also like your actions and the words that you say and you're able to control them not only for a short period of time but for a long period of time I like to think of when I think about, about the word patience, I think about the story of Prophet Ayub and how Allah had tested him with, you know, losing his wealth, his family, and with sickness. And through that, he had patience for like, what, like 10 plus years. And um, through that patience, Allah was, gave him back, you know, everything. Um, so I always like to look at patience as, kind of like the key that helps you pass all your tests that Allah gives you you know and it's the main reason people you know pass their tests on this dunya is through patience and the main reason people enter jannah is through patience so may Allah first of all make us all among those who are patient so yeah now that we have kind of beautiful what a background thank you I love it I love it (laughs) Yeah, so now that we kind of have like a little bit of a basis of, you know, about patience, um, I'll start by asking you guys, um, how do you guys bring yourself to remember to be patient? I think like, I'll just say like first before I say how I bring myself to it. I'll first think like when I think of patience, I just think about like myself and like I tie patience to gratitude is what helps me most. I tie different concepts together and adding things together just gives me a fuller picture of life. You know what I mean? And allows me to be more conscious of Allah, right? So then if something happens or some, I, I just remember and I look at what I do have, right? Through patience, like if I'm tested with something and it's just like, wow, I'm about to get snappy or something. I look at myself and I say, hey, chill out look at your surroundings, look at what you have. Like, say I'm mad that I didn't get this delivered or that, but I was 
I need to be thankful that I was even able to order this thing, right? Like say this little inconvenience is hitting me, something wasn't delivered on time, but alhamdulillah, I literally am have the means to get this item or whatever. So I just tie things together, I think. And that's how I get through it. Cause it's just like, am I saying alhamdulillah to is a bigger thing? Like I talked about gratitude, time, gratitude to patients. It's like when something the smallest inconvenience hits, do I say alhamdulillah for what I have? Or do I get snappy real quick and think about, oh, this happened. Oh, I can't believe that happened. Oh my gosh, my order was wrong. Oh my gosh, this, that. It's just, it's not, it's not a part of me. <laughs> can't. I just, something that I've eliminated out of just my day-to-day. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. You know, um, there's also like a hadith that says, la talbab jannah. And I think it emphasizes like controlling your emotions, you know, because that's kind of like the barrier, I guess, between whether or not you enter Jannah, you know, being able to control your emotions and hold yourself back mm-hmm. with your situation and things like that. So, yeah. I think when I think about patients, like I used to always think it was only big item, big ticket items, like a loved one passed away or you were involved in like a tragic accident or like a sudden loss of life or a sudden loss of ability or um, you were fired from your job and or you've been tested with severe poverty but I think last year I self I was through I went through a major car accident with my family and in that I realized that in that I realized that even the big what you think is a big ticket item is, is full of small acts of patience. Like patience is a choice you make with everything you do and not something that you can, like it's not one one thing you do or it's not inaction. Like a lot of times I think we're, when we think of patience or like when we were learning about it, it was like people who just suffered, like you just suffered quietly. Like something happened and you just you just sat down with it and you were like, you know what, Allah's testing me with this. I'm just, I'm just gonna sit here with it and, endure it but like it wasn't taught as like active actions that you do every day to solidify that you believe Allah's in control and to make sure you don't anger Allah in what you say or what you do and that you don't lash out like and hurt other people because you are hurt like Mm -hmm. making sure you're self-aware enough to know where your pain is coming from and how to channel that pain in a way that Allah would be proud of and would reward emotional control emotional intelligence yeah it's beautiful i love that and another thing is like that you i think you mentioned just to like reiterate it would be basically um like thinking about like patience as a thing that you get out of a bag right it's not something that we are carrying around and storing away and then later bringing it around it's something that we it's a quality or characteristics that we should have always and that we should always be carrying around you know what I mean actively practicing it not just taking it out when it's needed it's all the time it's in every action it's in every step of yours because challenges and inconveniences don't stop and it's just life right and it's always hitting us but it's like how are we accepting those you know inconveniences at the same time yeah well like um patience is a very active process it's not passive at all you know And the way that it's portrayed is very passive. Like you're not doing anything, you know? And that's not necessarily the case. Like, you know, when you have patience, it means that you're, you know, actively working hard at, you know, 
um, not only strengthening your connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but also doing active steps to overcome your situation. You know, it's not just accept this collab. I mean, okay, to an extent, there's some things that you can't really control, but mm -hmm. there's also things that you can control, for example, that yes, it is a test from Allah, but you have the ability to control or change your situation, you know? And it's not yeah. reactions, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Also, like, you know, like something you don't think about, like, I feel like the, the greatest amount of patience I showed after, like, after being struck with like an obstacle or like a, a test from God was not, was fulfilling my responsibilities to other parts of my life. Like, I feel like that was the, the, the most thing patient practicing I did. It was actually going out and still like after the uh, loss of my grandmother yeah. uh, may Allah have mercy on her and reward her with the highest of paradise yeah. was going out and contacting her siblings or going out and making sure that when I went to work that I was I was alert and responsive and I did my best to help the people that I was getting paid to help so that I was earning a halal income or when I came home to make sure that I was that even though like the grief was it was so like surreal and so like you know, you, it like drowns you with the patience was practiced through fulfilling my obligations, regardless, you know, like that was where the patience became action. That's beautiful. I guess this is a good segue to our next question. Um, how do you see patient? I mean, Zane, you kind of mentioned it, but how do you see patients in a day to day? You know, I feel like a lot of times, like you said, you know, we think about patients when big calamities strike. But on the day-to-day, -day, like, how can we implement patience, you know? I feel like I already mentioned it, but I feel like the way that you can or the way that I do it, I, I can't say how a person, another person can do it, but the way I do it and the way I implement patience and, like, am more conscious of patience is literally through gratitude. It's like I put myself in a perspective or, like, in a, in a I put myself in a place where it's, like, I'm not questioning the inconveniences that are happening to me. I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for the capabilities and the abilities that Allah has granted me and the rizq that Allah has given me. And I'm okay with accepting the inconveniences because really what is it compared to what other people are going through at the end of the day, which is kind of like in a point it can be like, oh, like you shouldn't belittle your struggles. Yes. But then like at the end of the day, it's like, if it's good, Alhamdulillah. And if it's bad, Alhamdulillah, at the end of the day, the person who's going to get me through this is Allah. You know what I mean? And it's always coming back to the concepts and interlooping them. Like, I don't even know if that's a word, but basically <laughs> interconnecting all these concepts and like having a whole picture of them. Um, that's what really gets me through. And I don't know if I really answered your question, but yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, <the same> answer. Answer. <laughs> it's very, I don't know. A lot of things, I simplify them. I shouldn't, but really it's, if you are like taking these concepts and they're really simple at the end of the day, it's, it's, they're all inter interconnected. It's the practicing them. That's hard because mm -hmm. you have to, you have to be willing to really be reflective about your life and like look at every, everything that happened and be like, how did I react? What would be the best way to react? Mm -hmm. And then how can I ensure that the next time something like this happens that I react in a way that's more befitting of who I want to be mm -hmm. like, I recently started this meditation journal that I think really gave me a new perspective. Like there is like some scientific data that states that if you spend five minutes every day thinking about who you want to be, that you make 
make more decisions to match that person that you want to be six months down the line or a year from now or who you imagine yourself to be 10 years from now or the kind of person you aim to be in life. Like you want to be someone who's honest and patient and someone who's a a practicing Muslim that is helpful to the ummah. Like if you imagine five minutes every day, what that looks like, you're more likely to make those decisions. So like there's a lot of scenarios in this like journal that they bring up and they're like, what would five you five years from now say to this? Or if you were in your situation and it was you two more years developed now than now, how would you react? Like what would be your dream reaction to a situation that happened with your family or your car broke down and got towed? Or like, how do you want to be imagining who you want to be in the future and who you think is an ideal person like your ideal self how do how would you react to that situation and that helps you realize where you can fix up and where you need to work on yeah I love that point yeah I love that I feel like a lot of people think though um that you won't really know how to react in like extreme situations if you haven't experienced any extreme situations you know so it's, I feel like a lot of people feel like they can't really work on their patients because they haven't been given the opportunity to work on it. What do you guys have to say about that? Um, I don't think that's true. I feel like life throws opportunities at us every day to work through patients. Running late to work, bro. Like, you know, not completing a task on time. I feel like there's always something that you're questioning. There's always something that you're having anxiety about. There's always something that you're just like, ticked off about you know what i mean literally starbucks orders little things you know what i mean i'll tell you my my recent favorite you wake up you're going to work and you've timed yourself exactly to only have enough time for the drive you turn on your car and you don't have gas and one of your siblings borrowed your car yesterday oh my god how do you react like that little things like little things like that like is that gonna gonna set off your day and now are you gonna be snappy with everybody are you gonna send a nasty text message to your sibling or are you gonna say "Mm, Allah's giving me an opportunity today to practice practice patience or this let me let me get ibadah from this right now and be like you know what who cares if you're three minutes late to work just go pump ten dollars in your car and move on with your day and use the time that is pumping to read some at you know like it's what what do you make of every opportunity like what every situation that happens to you how do you best like I feel like you can't say, I, I won't know how to react to big situations because how you react to little situations will give you the best clue. Like, exactly. how do you react to the little stuff? And if you are having meltdowns about the little stuff or work on you, that, you see that you're that you get real impatient and real like worked up when you're in a line and the line's not moving as fast in the self checkout or something, then you already have a clue on how you're going to react when your car gets towed, you know, like and you're now without a car and you got to pay 600 bucks. Like you already know that your reaction is just going to be a bigger reaction of what you had to the minor inconvenience. So I disagree. Like, I feel like you don't need a major life obstacle or major calamity to hit for you to practice patience every day. You're practicing patience when somebody hits the brakes on you on the highway. I have a struggle, you guys. (laughs) And he was on the phone with me and I'm like, why is this person breaking me, bro? Like, you know what's going on? I really like get ticked off by those um, what is it called? Those monster trucks? Not even monster trucks, just the pick ram up, the pickup pick trucks, bro. F one fifties. Yes, the F one fifties are not my friend, bro, because they cut you off and then they have the big beam of lights like, they yeah. are behind you. It's just it's a lot. It's a lot of entitlement for me, and it just bugs me on the road, you know. So we're practicing patience, you guys. Every day there's a form and a 
and a even even as easy a, way to practice patience even as a muslim though like you have how many opportunities because Allah has given you restrictions and things that you have obligations to do in your day you're having patience every day getting up and praying at 5 a.m in the morning and using cold water to make wudu and wash behind your ears when you just woke up from sleep that's having patience because you're sticking through and fulfilling the responsibilities that you have having patience is waking up in the morning and taking your kid to school at the crack of dawn and them being all hyped up with sugar in the back of the car and you just not wanting to do that but you realize this is an obligation you have to fulfill mm-hmm. and you do it you practice patience every day by staying away from haram that allah told you not to do and that your your nafs really wants to do and you just you're stop yourself from doing it because you're like this is not who i want to be this is not what allah would be proud of i'm having patience in this moment and struggling with myself so that i can do better and be a better version of myself so i feel like you can't say oh i've never had anything bad happen to me and i i that's why i can't stand in a line like that don't Mm-mm. it doesn't make sense and it's just a big character flaw mm-hmm. i'm so i'm so sorry i don't want to be negative on here at all but like <laughs> you're getting ticked off by minor inconveniences it's a huge character flaw because it's like at the end of the day your minor new- inconveniences like little things are ticking you off about like service issues with like food delivery little things that are and that's ruining your whole day it's like how are you viewing like major calamities that people all around the world are going through are you like i guess sympathetic or empathetic towards those situations really if you're just getting ticked off by minor things like you know it's it's confusing to me yeah i agree a lot i feel like the best way for you to practice patience is like really, you know, working on your relationship with your family because they know you. That's a big one, you guys. My siblings call me out all the time and I love it. Exactly. I'll be hurt a little bit, but then you might snap back real quick. Yeah, because I feel like you have to. You have to, honestly, because like when you're out in public with like people you don't really know, I feel like you're... I mean, I don't know, maybe some people have like, can get like impatient quicker, but like in general, there's just like a layer of like, that you just don't cross with people you don't know, you know? So it's like, you tend to be maybe a little bit more patient in those settings, but with your family, like they know you really well and they know how you get when you get mad and things like that, you know? And, you know, having patience with your siblings, with your parents, is so important and that is like a huge maybe a huge area that I feel like everyone can work on especially like family that you live with because I feel like they get you at all sides of you they get you tired no they you know spend, poke you. you spent 12 hours out of the house exhausted and you come and you try to go to bed and there's three kids in your bed and like you know what I'm saying they know exactly how to test you how yeah. about Tetris car Tetris oh my god Oh, in the driveway in the morning, you you like try to back up and there's two cars parked behind you. Oh, my, the car Tetris game is not cute. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they get you right. They get you when you have your guard down, like when you're yeah. your truest self. So they have the most baseline, you know, like because you can get up and you can get dressed up and you can be out for two hours and you'll be on your best behavior. Exactly. You home exhausted or you're hungry or you're sick, you know, when you're already tested with other stuff. And yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like 
we feel like we have like no boundaries with our family in that sense, you know, yeah. where we can get mad at them whenever they can get mad at us whenever. And, and we can say that, whatever, because we're always stuck together. Yeah, exactly. But that's not the case. Everybody like should be respectful. And like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like a lot of rules don't apply to family members, especially immediate family members and siblings, but that shouldn't be the case. I, I, I'm going to say something, but I don't want to get into it right now because it might start a deeper com- a conversation. But I feel like the way we talk to our family is also the way we talk to ourselves, which is also very negative because they're closest to us. So they get the most negative because we, we as, you know, women and people of color and growing up as immigrants, I don't know why, but we have such negative self-talk. So I think that's what that and it's also, also wrapped in like the whole thick skin situation yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> of our culture like, that's a whole different or like conversation. if i don't if i don't call you out and i and i don't insult you in the house what what are you gonna do when strangers insult you like that kind is of so, yeah honestly that is that is a huge topic. it's tied into a big bigger topic which it's I don't like. a huge other topic like a huge other tree honestly exactly but that is also a really good point it's like opening doors for you know insulting each other being rude to each other um i guess even some families might even get physical with mm-hmm. each other but yeah. you know um i think that just goes back to the importance of just just controlling your anger and your emotions around your family the people that created these environments where anger is normal you know right right so, yeah i think i think it's a it's a way bigger conversation but like starting with maybe if you have more patience with the people in your immediate circle of like connection your family and friends that you see all the time maybe then you'll be able to have more patience with yourself exactly yeah exactly that's also a good point like having people you know like people don't I mean like a lot of people don't have patience with themselves they don't give themselves you know space the time you know um to go through certain things or like they don't show up for themselves like how they want themselves to they set new year's resolutions and then just don't fulfill them or they have dreams where they want to be and they don't stick with it like and then like people beat themselves over those yep things and it's just like no it's like you have to be nice to yourself you know what i mean we're taking it day by day you guys yeah honestly that's hard we are our biggest critics you guys each person is their own biggest critics will lie and our families are number two (laughs) there you go (laughs) there you go but yeah um this was honestly a really good conversation i feel like i needed the reminder um yeah i think we're gonna wrap up and just kind of go over what our half insight slash takeaways are who wants to go first z take the lead because I gotta think. Y'all always send Z up, but <laughs> playing those goals next time. I think I think my my biggest uh, takeaway this time is um, evaluating how the people closest to me um, get the shortest end of my patience stick, and how maybe I can work on that and maybe be more intentional. Like like yeah, I know I'm exhausted and I'm coming home right now, but I also have not seen my siblings all day, and that they shouldn't deal with the wrath of two of my clients not showing up and me being exhausted and hungry and like that's not like me being more self-aware and more in charge of what I'm presenting to the people I care about the most in the world exactly I really like that 
I would say my um, half insight or takeaway is um, understanding that um, patience is is not something that you're, I would say, born with to an extent. It's something that takes time and that like you're not going to wake up one day and be patient all of a sudden, you know, and um, understanding that patience is not passiveness. Um, it's active and it takes time and it work and you know it's an it's something that you actually have to um, put time and effort into you know um, so yeah that's one takeaway I would take I would say makes sense um my takeaway is kind of yes I'm always repetitive I'm simple it's bad we need repetition it's, it's, nice. it's yeah. a reminder, it's a reminder. um my takeaway and it's like a reminder for myself and i feel like zainab said it in a more um broad term or explanation it's we're not just carrying around patients and taking it out when we see it's best fit or when we're like guarding ourselves i would say or just around people that we respect more but to just always have it and always have it in action. I feel like I'm reiterating what you both said, but that's my biggest thing because it's something that I struggle with, especially after I'm tired. You know what I mean? You're exhausted. You come home and it's like, who's seeing that tired side of you and how are you best portraying patients? And for me, honestly, it's through silence. You know what I mean? I do it through silence, but at the same time, I always have to remind myself it's not something that we always just take out of a bag or we put away it's something that it's continuously and a continuous action that we need to carry around our characteristics that we always have to have, whether it be with family, whether it be with friends, that respect and that patience always has to be there. It's not a meter that you run out of. It's a choice you make. Exactly. Every day it's a choice that you make. So I love that. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Um, yeah i i learned a lot <laughs> i learned a lot too honestly I learned a lot i'm not gonna lie i literally have to re-listen to these episodes after they've been launched and be like oh my god that's such a good point like right yeah like you hear things you haven't heard before like exactly. and then now i re- i started re- uh, re-listening to all the episodes in the podcast and i'm every time like you're like you it makes you think of something new yeah and that's exactly. beautiful also it's just a reminder for mm-hmm. things that you probably you were working on but now you're not and you forgot and you put it away and stuff like yep. that so especially this, this or something on patience yeah something that you that you know about yourself that you you want to change yeah i mean it's a life i feel like it's a lifelong goal that we're working on so we can definitely like continue to revisit these episodes and hopefully take new insights from them inshallah 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 you guys this is a lovely podcast episode so beautiful i loved it we will talk to you soon even though we sound tired you guys it was lovely yeah it was lovely <laughs> we got it all out that's the thing we did, yeah we got it all out and we're you know sitting on it and thinking on it and revisiting it literally my voice just came down like it was so high-pitched in the beginning and so now i'm just so shallow but you know it's it's the thought that are working so mine yeah, that's the brain working. is working on overdrive <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> but all right you guys we hope you really enjoyed this episode please please let us know and we're all here for feedback and questions our dms are open comment section on the posts feel free to interact and engage inshallah 
and we hope you enjoyed. We will you will hear from us soon, inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah. The next episode. Signing out. Peace. Assalamu alaikum.